Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the noon report, we give you direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are, as always, Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute and Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. A lot of wheeling and dealing in Harrisburg these days. Michael, Governor Shapiro making the rounds, selling the fine prints of the budget blueprint that he hopes to get passed by the end of next month. Uh, when you look at what the biggest holdups are to this year's budget battle, what would you say those are? Well, there's still a lot of fog and kind of smoke coming from the Capitol in terms of determining ultimately whether this budget is going to pass on time. There are a number of issues that are still kind of hanging in the balance. I guess I'd say number one is education spending. and mm. Other issues, you know, he's he's got marijuana in his budget in terms of revenue coming from that, but that's not legal in Pennsylvania. So whether he's going to be pushing for that could result in some contentiousness. All right. Could be a long summer at the state capitol. Uh, well, Jason, New York already has a budget. So why are lawmakers still hanging around Albany? They will adjourn next month. You've said on this program many times that this is the time of the legislative session that concerns you the most because this is the time when they tend to tackle more of those controversial social issues. What are you keeping your eye on from now through the middle of June. Yeah, I think at the top of the list, we're watching the issue of assisted suicide. There does seem to be a a greater internal push to move that assisted suicide legislation, and so we will be working to block that at the committee level. We're also seeing various pushes uh, against parental rights, uh, things that would allow children to be treated for various sexually transmitted diseases or receive vaccinations without parental consent. So we're watching parental rights issues, life issues, you know, abortion issues continue to move in the Capitol, things that didn't make it in the budget, so we have to keep our eyes on it. All right. Well, Michael, Pennsylvania's advancing bipartisan legislation that would require parental consent for minors to have social media. Do you support this legislation? Yeah, it's a good-looking piece of legislation. It would require consent from a parent or legal guardian for anyone under 16 to open a social media account, prohibit data mining for anyone under 18, and other things. It's a positive piece of legislation. The fact that it's bipartisan means maybe it has legs. Yeah. Uh, Governor Hochul uh, declaring a state of emergency this week, Jason, due to the influx of asylum seekers now that Title 42 is no more. Should local counties have the right to refuse migrants entry? And what are the biggest concerns you have about this mass migration that continues? You know, the nation doesn't have control over its own borders. It doesn't have control over its sovereignty. That being said, we're facing some major problems here in New York because we have cities like New York City, Ithaca and others that view themselves as sanctuary cities for those that are coming here illegally. New York City, for example, is receiving over $1 billion, that's billion with a B, from this year's state budget for the number of uh, illegal immigrants that have already arrived in New York City. That's only going to exponentially grow across the state, but the dollars will not be available 
available for every county like they were for New York City in this year's budget. That is going to break the backs of many county government budgets. Yeah, I know it's causing some problems between those counties. Rensselaer, Orange, and Westchester among them are saying, hey, New York City migrants, you're not welcome here. We'll see how that goes. Michael, you mentioned education being a big uh, holdup to the budget in in Harrisburg. Uh, School choice was a big issue as well. There was a huge rally earlier this week in support of school choice. Do you support lifting the cap on charters, and do you think it's time to end the the lottery system for private education? Well, the big uh, sort of marker to see whether or not something is a good idea is what sort of demand there is for it. And when we look at the issue of school choice, the demand far exceeds the supply. We do support uh, expansion of charter schools for opportunities for children to attend those schools and to get out of this lottery system so that those who want to have a choice other than the public schools, they will have that choice supported as the money follows the child. Ultimately, that's where we would like to see school choice go in Pennsylvania. Gotcha. Jason, we talked a little bit this week about the Birth Control Access Act. That takes effect next year in New York. Pharmacists are going to be able to dispense abortifacients. Uh, No questions asked. No age restrictions. No parental consent required. I know you're very concerned with this. What are going to be the ramifications of this over-the-counter access of abortifacients? You know, many people expect us to be opposed to this, and we are. But, you know, I think I would point to folks over at the FDA that have also raised concerns over this over-the-counter contraception. So it's not just our organization that has opposition to this. It's the FDA that is raising questions. There are a lot of concerns over what the impact of this will be for young women in our state. And I think that's what we really ought to be paying attention to is not political ideology, but medicine is supposed to be about what will help or hurt. And in this case, we believe this uh, over-the-counter prescriptions will be more hurtful than helpful. Yeah. Uh, Well, next week is primary day, Pennsylvania, Tuesday, May 16th. A lot at stake, Michael. Um, What are you watching as uh, people get ready for primary day in Pennsylvania? Well, there's a whole slew of races in this election season. It's called an off-year election, an off-year primary in this case. So we don't have the congressional races or the, the big statewide races in terms of Senate or governor. What we do have is judicial elections and also county commissioners. We have school board races. All of these are very important because they impact the day-to-day lives of Pennsylvanians. So a lot of people sort of sleep through these primaries and these general elections in these off years, but they shouldn't be doing that. That's why we've produced a voter's guide at PA Family voter.com so people can find out about these candidates and do their duty and vote on primary and general election days. Yeah, Jason, Tuesday is also school budget day in New York and that, as Michael's saying, less than 10% of eligible voters will show up and vote in their local school board elections, which is so sad. Why are you encouraging even people who homeschool show up at the polls on Tuesday and vote? Well, I'm a huge supporter of school choice. Uh, you know, My kids attend private Christian school. We homeschooled for a number of years as well. But I recognize the fact that there will always be more kids in public school than private school options. So I think there is a vested interest that we as believers have to have in what's occurring in the public school system. I'm also a taxpayer. And so even if my kids are homeschooled,
homeschooled or in private school, I have an interest because I'm paying those taxes. We ought to be involved, and we ought to be concerned about what's going on in those districts. And if Christians aren't going to be involved, well, we can only expect the education system to get worse, not better. Yeah. Finally, Michael, 10 years ago tomorrow, the worst serial killer in U.S. history was convicted in a Philadelphia courtroom. And sad to say, probably not many people know who this person was. Former abortionist Dr. Kermit Gosnell. Ten years later, uh, you're going to be talking about this. You're calling it the Gosnell effect. Explain, if you would, what's going to be happening on Saturday. Yeah, well, we've been uh, trying to spread the word to folks all across uh, Pennsylvania to not forget Kermit Gosnell and not forget what happened there. Basically, the government turning a blind eye towards the abortion industry, which, again, many politicians are advocating, again, to let them uh, just have free reign. But what happens when that happens is what, what happened with Kermit Gosnell, which is countless babies that were born alive and then killed in a gruesome procedure he called snipping, also women dying at his clinic, and again, this happened because the state was not regulating the abortion industry. We don't think there should be abortion at all. We think every human life is precious. But as long as it remains legal here in Pennsylvania, there should be very watchful eyes to keep uh, Kermit Gosnell from happening again. And the abortion issue will come up, I'm sure, Jason, at your Legislative Day event, uh, which is less than two weeks away. Can't believe it. Tuesday, May 23rd. And I know you're excited because the first time in three years, it's going to be in person there at the state capitol. What difference does does it make for people to show up in a deep blue state like New York, take a day away from whatever else they got going on and be there? What do you hope to accomplish that day? Well, two things. We've learned that um, you're going to lose every battle that you don't show up for. Uh, but if you show up, you can win some battles. That's true even in deep blue states like New York. Uh, we've had some victories over the years. Uh, you know, We've been beaten back, for example, this assisted suicide we talked about for many years. And I believe we'll continue to do so. And so it's important that people show up so we can continue to demonstrate to legislators that were active, that were involved, that we want to make a difference in our state. They do pay attention to that. Second, it matters to the individual, because so often we feel like we're alone in the values that we hold. And coming together at the state capitol, gathered with you know hundreds of people who share the values that you do, it reminds you that you're not alone, that there are still 7,000 that have not yet bowed the knee to bail hmm. in the Empire State. All right. Showing up and doing the work. That's what Jason McGuire does every day. We're honored to partner with you at that event. Uh, folks have more if they want to get registered, do it now. Uh, Jason, where can people do that? You'll find the registration information at albanyupdate.com. Ten years later, Dr. Kermit Gosnell, why does it matter? Why keep talking about this? Michael, you have a wonderful article on your website as well. Where can folks read that? PAFamily.org.